When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what you need to know being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spot. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Beto is in for Shidano. And Lindsay Baseball has what we need to know. Well, what you need to know is that, well, first of all, do you guys watch Saturday Night Live ever? Or at least watch the clips? Because I watch the clips. I only watch uh, Weekend Update. Okay. And usually on YouTube on Tuesdays. I uh, only watch when there's like somebody that's like interesting to me that's hosting like Travis Kelsey a few weeks ago. Okay, I watch cool. his monologue, but yeah, not really. Yeah, well, there's uh, no Latinos on there somewhere. Right. Well, that's why I don't watch. Facts. That's that's why you don't watch it, Cappy. That's right. Okay. <laughs> that's I support good to my take brothers, hermanos right. y hermanas. Well, they just announced their next round of hosts uh, for the month of April, and one big deal that everybody's making is Molly Shannon is going to host the show for her first time ever coming back on April 8th with the Jonas Brothers as the musical guest. So I know like uh, Ireland, for example, is a big fan of like Molly Shannon and I think Kristen, Kristen Wiig is the other one that he really likes. So everyone's making a big deal out of former SNL alum Molly Shannon coming back to host the show on April 8th. Also, April 1st, Quinta Brunson uh, is going to be hosting with Lil Yachty as the musical guest. And then oh, April right. 15th, Anna Diarmas and Carol G is the uh, musical guest. Did you say Fred Diarmas? No, Anna Diarmas. Oh, okay. Who's she play for? <laughs> uh, she's an actress. Okay. Because I didn't <laughs> she, know her or the other one. Brunson, I thought, was, was the next guard. She was in um, that movie. She played like Marilyn Monroe in that in that movie that just came out. Oh, okay. okay. Didn't know that. Yeah, she's really, really pretty. Who'd you she, say week two? Uh, Molly Shannon. No, no. After that, you said in between. Quinta Brunson. Okay, don't know that person. And Little Yachty. You know She's him. from uh, Abbott Elementary. I've never seen that show. Me neither. Um, Little Yachty. Little Yachty's great. Hell yeah. Love him in the Sprite commercials. Uh, I'll correct <laughs> myself. Marcelo Hernandez is on SNL. Oh, that's why I watch. He's the fourth Latino uh, in SNL history. Yes. So, um, okay. Yeah. But uh, Molly Shannon, I'm sorry, Lynn's. Which I, one I is mean, she? She's the white she, girl. She was, oh! she was probably like yeah. one of their most famous. Now you know famous. who she is? She's pro- her and like Tina Fey are probably like one of their most famous. She was you know, the one who did members. the. Um, she had she had an act where she was like the uh, girl, the, the Catholic schoolgirl, and put the in dress. Yeah, and then the that armpits. Was yeah, okay, that's her. Right. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. her. Oh, okay, yeah, she's funny. She's in a ton of stuff. She's yeah, yeah in, she's funny. She's yeah, in she's a great. lot of stuff with Will Ferrell. She's yeah, yeah she's, she's been in a bunch of different movies. Yeah, she's, did yeah. she leave on bad terms? Is that why this is a big deal? No, it's just because you know every time there's like a. I guess for her era, she was probably one of the biggest stars. I don't know. Everybody, when she hey. was on, be- became yeah. a big star, I guess. Tell me. Hey, you but, know you know, I... when they come back for the first time, it's always like, oh, they're coming back to host. You know you have a connection with her, right? Me? No. Uh, Lindsay and Molly Shannon. Both oh, from Cleveland? God. Shaker Heights. Oh, hell oh, yeah. Oh, is she? I didn't even yeah, know that. Yeah, Shaker Heights High School. Actually, Shaker uh, Heights she went to St. Dominican side. School in Shaker Heights. Yeah. When, when is going like to be there? When is who going to be there? Anna. Anna the Adamas, didn't she say she was She's April 15th. Oh. You going to mark your calendar for that one? Well, it's just like she got a lot of heat for playing Marilyn because of her accent because she's Cuban mm-hmm. and people were like, oh, you know, she doesn't sound like her. So I'm like, oh, I she's think she's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. There you go. That's what you need to know. It's being brought to you SNL, by Morocco huh? Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from where we are. That's exactly right. SNL.
Hey, um, I don't really watch much SNL. I did on the uh, ride up from South South LA today, though. I did watch 60 Minutes last night with Charles Barkley. Have you seen Wait, that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You were driving and watching 60 Minutes? Um, I wouldn't say watching necessarily. You were listening. Yeah. Listening. Okay, okay, I got yeah, you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of things that I wanted to see the visuals of that I said, you know what, this is a bad idea for me to pick up my phone. But I will say this. It is nice to drive in the sunshine and the dry conditions. Well, I heard you last week complain. Oh, my God, dude. You're like, I didn't want to move to Seattle. Right. I mean, look, I was putting my life on the line every time I drove up here last week. You ain't <laughs> wrong, though. It was horrible weather. And apparently and it's, it's going to rain get, this week. Yeah, I know. Yeah. We're going to get it again. It sucks. But at least for the weekend was fantastic, and today's nice. So anyway, so I, I watched this Charles Barkley. I listened to this Charles Barkley thing. I want to get into it with you. Did you see it by chance? No, but I saw the, um, the, the, the clips on social media about what he was talking He was talking about NIL. Then I know he went into, I know Kevin Durant, but I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, well, I'll play it for you here in a few minutes. Oh, okay. But what I want to get to with you was, did you read what the Rams sent out to their fans by chance? Did you happen to read this? Wait. Yeah. It's March. And yeah. they're sending their fans, what? Like yeah. Merch? What are they sending? No, no, they're not sending merch. They're sending, um, well, they're sending, they're, they're sort of setting expectations, so to speak, right before the draft. You know? Okay, so uh, what they do? Kevin Demoff sent a letter to the fans. Uh, Lynn, do you want to read some expert excerpts? Uh, it was a, a letter to season ticket holders that oh, was yeah. sent out Friday. Uh-oh. Yeah. I think that some of the things, at least, that stuck out to me were, uh, we always knew a time would come when we'd have to pull back. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, as a result, we faced a choice this offseason. We could once again restructure contracts to give ourselves one last shot with our core roster, but that would mean a total rebuild would be necessary over the next few seasons. Or we could focus on replenishing our draft capital and improving our long-term salary cap situation, clearing the way for us to compete both now and in the future. And then later on in the, the letter, it says, let me be clear. Our goal for 2023 is to win the NFC West and make a deep playoff run. Change doesn't mean that we expect to take a step back. Yeah. So you're a season ticket holder and you got that in the mail? Yeah. And, and just one last on thing. On Friday. Yeah. Just one last <laughs> thing, though. Um, uh, Kevin Demoff says, and this is in the closing paragraph, it's not enough to win just one championship even when you win that one at home. You talk about a way of like reminding everybody, hey, we want to win multiple championships, but we've already delivered one, and it was better than any other championship that any team's ever won because we actually did it in our home stadium. Okay. I want to remind you guys all of that. I get where the Rams are coming from, and I understand it. Because a few years ago, you sold out to get a Super Bowl. F them picks, right? And when he wore the T-shirt at the rally, everybody's like, yeah, this is that. And then you got to pay. Same thing with the Lakers, right? They sold out, and then you got to pay. Because you got the LeBron championship, and then what do we got? We don't have much around here. We're trying to figure things out. It's interesting that they sent the letter. It's just more preemptive. But basically, look, we're not going to win this year. Uh, we're letting you know ahead of time. And season ticket holders, look, sorry, Alicia Dovay, Razo, all my other friends that are uh, season ticket holders, there's no sunshine for you this year. There is nothing. It's going to be, enjoy the experience of tailgating with your friends. Enjoy coming to watch a gutty team perform and play. Listen to JB Long talk about how the team is fighting for you. Touchdown LA! Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Don't Touchdown do that. Los Angeles! Hey, 
at the pickleball tournament, I made sure to keep JB away from you, man. He had that paddle radius. Yeah. He wants those clips, by the way. I saw he does? Him. Yeah, I what saw him say? on uh, Saturday. Why? What'd he say? He's like, hey, I haven't really heard them because they haven't been on my radar, but I want to hear them. Yeah. Really? Why does he think that, like, I don't a know. He just, he just wants JB's to JB's a professional. Are you going to give them to him? Yes. Yes. Don't give them to him. Why? why? He asked me for them. Don't, don't do, do that. It. Well, but, you do it on air. People listen. Right. So what does he How did you do it? Well, why doesn't he just go to the podcast? Nah, I don't know. No. Don't hook him up. Yeah, we'll do it. It's uh, 508 on a Monday. Make yeah. sure you send that right yeah, there. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, in other words, we're not going to play well. And look, I'm not an insider in the NFL, but I know enough people around the LA market to let me know that this is expected and there's probably going to be some more moves coming your way. So you saw them trade players and you saw them. Get not get much back for him because teams around the NFL know that the Rams are trying to get rid of big salary. They, they want to stockpile some picks. They want to build for the future. You know, there's a quarterback at USC that looks really, really good in two years, maybe, right? He has one more to go with the Trojans. Hey, keep that kid home. You know, you don't know what to expect right now with the Rams, but you know not to expect the championship. Here's here's the thing. Uh, Demoff says in this letter and, and I, I'm just paraphrasing here, but he says something to the effect of, look, other teams around the league are now trying to do what we did. Yeah. Th- I mean, that's what he's saying. Like, we did it. We showed everybody around the NFL it what it looked like. That year. Right. But you know that you're not going to be able to build anything. You know, like, I don't like when teams do the whole thank you on social media for being here, but you can't go and say, hey, thank you for your time with us as we trade you away. You know, if the guy retires, do the thank you. But hey, we traded you. Like I don't like all that stuff, but there's some guys that did not want to leave, but they're gone. If I were writing this letter for Kevin Demoff, would you have written the letter? Um, I would have if I worked for him. See, this is the kind of thing that would happen in San Diego. Oh, it would. Oh, well, yeah. But it happened in L.A. I know, right? But this is what you don't expect in L.A. This is not how it's supposed to happen in L.A. Well, then why don't you say this is the kind of stuff that would happen in St. Louis? I don't know because it's San Diego. That's I know a smaller but, market. I know. Well, no, but they came from St. Louis. They all, but I'm because I'm looking at you and I oh. think of small markets. You do. Right? I look oh, at really? San Diego. Thank yeah. you. Exactly. Thank you I for look looking at, at me and thinking small market. Because San Diego is a small market. Okay. Because that's a team in a city like St. Louis, like a Phoenix, like a Kansas City, for say, where you down there are going to be so happy to get that one championship, and then hey, we're going to support our team for the next twenty something years, whatever. In LA, it's you win one. You shouldn't be getting a letter three years later saying, hey, we're not going to compete as much as we all. Let's remind you that we went to the playoffs. No, 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 no. That's something that the Clippers would have done, right? Right? Back in their day, right? To get Laura in there, right? This is what you want to do in LA. You want to win every single damn year. This is why we come on this station three hours a day and argue about LeBron doing this or doing that or not doing this or not doing that because you expect to be in the playoffs every damn year competing and bringing championships to the city and to the fans. In a small market, you don't do that. All I'm saying is- You don't have the resources to do that. All I'm saying is- this that if i were writing this letter to ram season ticket holders rather than saying hey um we were good then we had to pay back mm-hmm. so even though we really are pursuing a division championship just be prepared that we're not going to be that good we need patience what i would have done if i were kevin damoff and said hey look the game plan that we created that won us a super bowl everybody's trying to duplicate what we did so you know what we're going to do we're going to reinvent ourselves like i would have positioned it as we are, we've already proven one model. Everybody's trying to follow it. We're getting ahead of everybody. We're, we're going to re, reinvent our team. But instead, it kind of comes off like, hey, we won you a Super Bowl, so 
Don't bust my freaking balls over here. You know what I'm saying? You were married once, as was I. Hey, remember I took you out for Valentine's two years ago? Hey, I did something for you there. Well, we haven't gone since. Remember I bought you that car five years ago? But hey, at least I did it, right? Hey, what have you done to get better? Not right, not much right now. It's going to be a tough season. Yeah. Touch on LA. Uh, hey, hey, five twelve p.m. <laughs> Beto just did his his JB long. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, right? It is fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, as a matter of fact. All right, uh, coming up, I definitely want to play some of this Charles Barkley yeah, from please. sixty Minutes, which uh-huh. I think was really interesting, and um, I also want to get into a bunch of other stuff, like back to LeBron. Um, I thought I was going to be standing all by myself here today. Oh, you found that, some captains? That, that LeBron should not have come back and played yesterday, that they should have waited it out. Um, and I'm kind of getting destroyed by some and being propped by others. We'll get back to that story. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. That's right. Beto's in the house. In yeah. for Shidano. Love Diana Ross. Yeah, I can see you jamming. Oh, dude. I saw Diana Ross a couple... I've seen her a few times. Um, a couple years ago, I saw her. <laughs> loved it. I was the only straight person there. It was like a whole bunch of dudes like around me, and I was like, yeah, I'm the only straight guy here, but I'm, I'm loving it. You know? I love her daughter. Yeah? Tracy Ellis Ross. What did she do? She was in Girlfriends, and then she has the hair product pattern, which... I use great. Oh, really? Your girl just washed her hair. <laughs> that and Rizzo's curls, because I do love them too, but yes. I love Diana Ross. Work it, Kat. Work it. You got the shoulders going. I wonder if Diana Ross is still playing. Are you going to go? coming up. Ah! I want the world to know. <laughs> got to let it show. Uh-huh. I don't know about like publicly, but she definitely still performed because she performed at like the Super, one of the big Super Bowl parties, like one of the exclusive Super Bowl parties, I guess. Last year. Oh, Cappy. Yo, tell me she's touring. Tell me she's coming to Yamava, please. Oh, please. Please tell me she's coming to Yamava. Oh, Diana Ross at other venues. Let me look. She's going to be in your neighborhood. Tell me. Where's she going to be? In June. Yeah. Temecula. Oh, Temecula. Where's she playing? Uh, Oh, really? Oh, different different casino, huh? Yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah, she's coming down. Okay. All right. Cinco de Mayo, Gary, Indiana. But yeah, she'll be in California. That's her only stop in California. Wow. June 9th, Cappy? June 9th. Let's Count go. me in. Count me in, Diana. Let's go. Yeah. I'll go see that with you. Nice. Then it'll be just you and me. Yeah. Perfect. All right. I'm in. <laughs> hey, uh, shout out to Shannon Sharp yesterday game. My man, love the drip. 
I feel like I'm one of your kids. What? When you try to sound hip and then you say it and I can't not laugh at you. Well, I mean, did you see the jacket he was no, wearing? The, the way you said it though. My man. Love the drip. Yeah. Like you want to overemphasize drip. Right. I wanted to incorporate the word drip into the show today to show everybody how dank I really am. French. It's what the French call. Right. Lit. Yeah. D-A-N-Q-U-E. Dank. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. Just, it's all right. Like, I'm not that much younger than you, but damn, you sound older. You think that. so? Yes. All right. That's what your kids tell you, right? No, they're like, dad, um, you know, that drip is really cool. Like, I think that's what they say. They like, can say that. Yeah. But when you say it. Yeah. What do they tell you? They say, Dad, you sound like a boomer. You know? <laughs> sound like a middle-aged white guy. That's what you sound like. Hey, listen, I love LeBron's drip on Friday night. That that jacket he was wearing, I was like, I don't know what kind of motorcycle he rode in on, but I want to I want to have that motorcycle too. How much was it? I want that white leather jacket with those cool zippers on the side, and I want to wear my sunglasses inside, which I do. There you go. Put, which your, I do. put your shades on, man. Listen, I'm getting a lot of heat from people on social about this whole LeBron thing. I'm not telling you LeBron makes the Lakers worse i'm not telling you that lebron is somebody that i don't want to see play for the lakers going forward that's not what i'm saying at all i'm just saying that at 10 o'clock on sunday morning when you've gotten a pregame workout rather than walking into the coach and saying i'm ready i know everybody needs me we can't win without me i would just be a little bit more about the team and say hey team's on a good run right now why don't we get through this game and then Monday, Tuesday, I'll be reincorporated in. We'll work out. We'll practice. We'll pass the ball. We'll watch film. Everybody will know I'm back on Wednesday. And let's do that. Not, hey, I feel good. I'm playing. No, LeBron, we got the game plan. We got. We know who's going to sub. We know. No, I'm playing. Nobody can say to him that he can't play. All right. VG0509 on my Instagram sends yeah. me a message. What's he say? Beto, I'm not the biggest LeBron fan. You could probably call me a hater. But even I know we need LeBron playing to help us win. Tell Cappy that. Okay. All right. Remember, I said the facts were he played and they lost. That's all I said. That's all you said. That's all I said. Uh, Vic Cedeno, Bogey King. Hey, what's up, Bogey King? Shout out. Just a message that says, I, Cappy. I dos mios. (laughs) Is there anybody with me on this? Am I all alone? There's people there with you. Of course there are. There are going to be people who are with you. Yeah, there there are people who are going to say, I can see where you're coming from. Right? I can see this. But it's the end of the season. Give me every single opportunity to go down with the, a puncher's chance. Give me an opportunity to have the LeBron James out there with us, fighting, competing, getting out there. Like you don't want that, huh? No, I do want it. No, then why would you want him to wait till Wednesday? Because I thought that instead of making a hasty decision, like two hours you before really think tip, it was a hasty decision. Yeah, I do. This is a dude who went. As he said, had therapy three times a day. And by the way, the clock, applaud the hell out of millions that. millions of dollars. I applaud it. Listen, to me, you trying to get back as fast as you can and doing everything humanly possible, I applaud it all day long. So you think this was a hasty decision? I just think that instead You don't think of, Saturday he worked on something, Friday he worked on something, we got to build, 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 build to get there to Sunday, see then, what happens? Then why is it that the story is being reported that on Sunday he got done working out, went into the coach's office and said, I'm good, let's go. Because now you have an opportunity to be close to the game. Because you can work out Saturday- Try to emulate what would happen if it was a game day. But now that the game day is here, you got the adrenaline going, you're in the building, you have the uniform on, you have the crowd around you. That's when you're, you know, that adrenaline kicked in. Is there, is there anybody that could have said to him, No, we, we've got a plan. No, we've been eight and five no. without you. Nope. I think that 
we should just wait until Wednesday. Is there anybody there that would have said, hey, no, we don't want you? No, I'm not saying that I don't want him. I'm just, look, Beto, I said this all along, that he has to come back and play regular season games to get the chemistry right between him and this new updated roster that really hasn't okay. played very much together. But don't more, play yesterday. The more the better. But, but but they did have... If you would have said 24 hours earlier, everybody knew he was coming back, but when they all find out minutes before the game that it's even a possibility, it throws everything off. Cappy, these guys know what's going on. It's not like they're in the locker room, hey, LeBron's going to play. Oh, really? I didn't see him. Like, they all saw him warming up out there. Anthony they were Davis on the said, court. Anthony Davis said after the game, he was like, I didn't know that LeBron was going to play today. He goes, and then they started talking about him warming up and, and possibly playing. He's like, that was news to me. You know, uh, Anthony Davis. <laughs> Uh-oh. His Uh-oh. interviews post-game. Yeah. yeah, what are you going to say here about AD? Because, you know, if you don't. Could be better. If you're not compassionate towards AD. My man Sedano says you should go to hell. You know that. I mean, it's very, very like strict. Yeah, you either it. support him and you're compassionate towards him, or hey, yeah, we are checked at like at four twenty-five that day. Okay, but AD's post-game talks, yeah, with the media, yeah, he doesn't do himself any favors. What did he just say yesterday that he didn't know? I didn't know. No. What are you saying? That's something that like a rookie would say, right? Or second-year guy would say. Somebody's not media savvy. You've been around long enough. You went to Kentucky. You've been a blue chipper since you were in third grade, bro. Like, you should know to say, oh, when I heard LeBron was going to play, that's a good opportunity for the team. We're going to get better. But for him to say, oh, I don't know. Like, yeah, we want these guys to be honest, but you also, if you're a player, you got to know how to play the game. Well, you know, this goes back to— But it's not just this one. He just doesn't sound engaged with yeah, the Lakers team. But this goes back to the day that LeBron broke the all-time scoring record, and Anthony Davis did this interview last week with Dave McMiniman, yep. and they were like, so what's the deal, man? Like, you're sitting on the bench and you're moping. Why aren't you celebrating with your teammates when LeBron you know, has the all-time scoring record? And Anthony Davis has this whole story. Well, I was in the locker room. I was coming back from the tunnel. By the time I got back, I could see how bad the team was playing. So I was down on the team. So maybe the Anthony Davis is the problem. Well, I think that we're starting to learn one thing, which is everybody wants these two guys to be Shaq and Kobe. They're not. They're not. No. They're not. No. They're, the, the personality difference is rather, even if you don't like each other, you still want to win. Something's up with these two guys. Mm-hmm. And nobody buys it. Like last week we were having this whole conversation. Like maybe LeBron is kind of tired of AD always being hurt. But then now AD's looking at LeBron going, yeah, but you're always hurt. And every time you're hurt, we win and I play really well. And then you come back and I score 13 points. Yeah. Like, bro, give me the ball. It's an ugly dynamic. It's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse. Because Friday night, you were all AD, weren't you? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell to the years. Hells to the years. Yeah, did you go Friday night? No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't go Friday night. All right, but you were all about it. You right? know, dude, I did so much driving last week. Up in the studio twice, Yamava. I drove for like, like I'm a truck driver. I drove like 700 miles last week. Yeah. Wait, I should be delivering stuff. I'm driving to go talk on the radio. Okay. Come on. It's a long drive. It's a lot of mileage. <laughs> so I didn't come back up on Friday night. Hey, I flew back last night. Okay. Snuck in four bottles of tequila. We're good to go, baby. Yeah, Let's you're looking go. good. Yeah. You're looking good. You're sounding good. Oh, yeah. I feel you're good. feeling good. I went to the medicine, uh, to the pharmacy. The pharmacia? La farmacia Guadalajara. Oh, See? yeah. We're What'd ready you get? to go. Hey, we're ready to go. What'd you get? I got some heartburn pills. Okay. I got some uh, soreness pills. I got some, uh, uh, what else did I get for uh, my eye? It's all jacked up down there. Um, you know, last time I was in Mexico, I went to the pharmacy and I was I was there and there was these pictures of these guys. And they're all jacked up, man. They're like all steroided out, you know, and they're all like veins are popping out of every part of their body. And I'm like, you know what? I can buy steroids legally 
here at the pharmacia. Yeah. So then I'm, I'm walking in. I'm thinking, I'm going to buy some steroids. Not because I've ever really thought like long and hard, like, yeah. hey, I decide I want to take steroids and yeah, get myself yeah, yeah. all pumped up. Uh-huh. I just thought, hey, they're available. Maybe I should do it, right? Yeah. Then I thought to myself, can I bring these back to the United States? What happens if I walk into the pharmacia and I buy steroids? Can I bring them home and then get myself all jacked? Uh, Look would, at me. I would say just check your bag. I think you should be good. Yeah, you think so? I'm yeah. allowed to bring them home. As long as it's not on a carry-on. I mean, I don't know. I'm not telling you how to bring in contraband, but hey. You would know better than I. You get any? Well, no, I got busted going down that time. Yeah. You uh, you bring back any like uh, love making pills for yourself? <laughs> what? Yeah, I mean like. Hey, it know. is National Viagra Day. It is. Yeah. Isn't that every day for people Morales. of Scottish age? <laughs> Morales said that last break. Yeah, oh. National Viagra no, Day. No, I'm not. So going. you got heartburn pills? Yeah. For, so when I go to have a steak, I'm ready to go. Okay, you heartburn pills. What else? Uh, these pills that it's like a for antibiotics for. When you're sick. Okay. All right. So you got like your own like Z pack. Something like that. Okay. And then, uh, you know, when you're sore. Yeah. I got some of that. Some like, like aspirin, like Tylenol or something. Like some really strong ibuprofen. Okay. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, then I got something from my eye, some drops. Okay. But yeah. no Viagra. Oh, be careful with the eye drops. You know, there's all kinds of stuff in the news about the eye drops. Oh yeah. I actually had a, when I used to wear contacts, I had a big problem with that. Careful. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. Well, that's the reason I have my shades on because I, I had an eye problem down there. Me too. Um, but no, I didn't get no Viagra. You can get no Viagra down there. Why? Because that's what a lot of people get when they go down there. Oh, huh, I guess. Well, yeah, if you're old, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you score it. I you mean, hook it up. Do y- you ever get like testosterone down there? Uh, not down there. Okay. But you you bought testosterone? Um, I've had it. Yeah. Did it help you? Um, yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do that pretty soon. I mean, me too. I could use I'll some right now. 45 this year, so I think I'm gonna get. Yeah. The now's the time. Shot. Now's yeah, the yeah, time. Yeah. Your testosterone's probably really low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see. know, probably very low energy. Sex drive is probably not what it used to be. I'm not having the conversation. Oh, you're not having that conversation with me right now? (laughs) That's a you conversation, bro. (laughs) You guys should know. I'm very private about certain things, and I'm not having a sex talk with Scott TMI, TMI. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's a you. Okay, well, if you want to talk about it off air, let me know. All right, stick around, everybody. Especially not off air. Radio (laughs) Tinder is on the way. Radio Tinder is coming up, okay? And then, and then I want to get to this Charles Barkley stuff and what he said on 60 Minutes last night, and then tell you why Charles Barkley, what he said is related to never wanting Kyrie Irving to be on the Lakers. We'll get to that story coming up in just a few minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so I got a weird one here to start off Radio Tinder. (laughs) Weird but interesting. Very apropos for uh, Beto. All right, so sniffing other people's sweat may be able to help treat social anxiety according to new research. Mm -hmm. Armpit sweat was taken from volunteers who watched either happy or scary film clips, including Mr. Bean's Holiday, Sister Act, and The Grudge. The samples were then used alongside more traditional mindfulness therapy to treat social anxiety. The study revealed that mindfulness was more effective when it was combined with sniffing the sweat. The study involved 50 women who suffered from social anxiety, some of whom were exposed to clean air and then others to sweat. The researchers believe that there is something about human sweat that affects the response to treatment. However, they need a little bit more work to confirm the link. 
Would you smell someone else's sweat if it helped ease your anxiety? Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy. Just a point of information, just so I can give you a, a proper response. Does that mean like I have to walk up to somebody, they pick up their armpit, and I have to smell their armpit? <laughs> or is the sweat compiled and it's in like a little cup? Yeah, and we're going to go with the, the latter. Because oh. since this is like a so like an experiment thing, I'm guessing it would be some type of medical situation where they would have already compiled it from someone. They're not like, hey, hey, Cap, um, if you're going to get over your social anxiety, come smell Beto's pits. No, 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 no. Okay. It'll be a little bit more controlled than that. Got it. Then I'm going to swipe right 1,000%. If I have this condition... And you tell me, hey, sniff this, and it makes me feel better. I don't care if it's sweat or any other bodily sort of liquid. I'm in. Okay. Beto? Not surprised at all. Hell no. Hell to the no? Hell to the no. Swipe left. Uh, Good man. I don't even like smelling my own sweat. Like, I can't stand. Oh, well, that's different, though, no, don't no, you think? No, but yeah. yeah. So, if, let alone, am I going to go sniff something else that's gonna make me better I, look there's a bunch of technology there's a bunch of different research you can do find me that i you know that feeling when you smell something and it makes your stomach churn mm. that's how like i stopped playing basketball because you smell no because people would smell <laughs> oh right yeah they stink people <laughs> what, what, are people smell like at 24 hour fitness i used to go there you're like oh i'll go i'll get a run in and then you're like damn yeah. these dudes came straight from work dude that guy just ate I, garlic man what's yeah, with him yeah it's like I, that guy it, had feta cheese for lunch or remember this when you were younger, Cappy, when you would go and like play basketball Saturday morning after a night of drinking or mm -hmm. a bender or whatever. Yeah, that guy smells like vodka. And it, it would be, you could see the on the alcohol just come out through the pores. Yeah. Like that right there would just make me, I'm very sensitive with smell. Yeah. That's why I don't like being around smoke, even though I'll smoke a cigar. Mm -hmm. But it just, just nah, hell no. That's hell nasty. No. Hell no. Sweat. No yeah, good. I'll, I'll throw up. No. I have like the most sensitive sense of smell. People always tell me like they get annoyed by it because I can smell everything. And it's like a bad thing and a good thing because I'm always like, I always want things to smell good. So like I can always tell like if like my oh, house, yeah. if I feel like it stinks too much like dog or whatever. And I'm always paranoid that I stink. So like maybe, maybe I, I wear too much perfume or take too many showers. I don't know. Like but a wet I, dog? Ew. Oh yeah. That's like the worst smell. Ew. When you walk into someone's house and it smells like, like dog pee, like, oh, oh it's so or gross. Or a cat box. Ew. That's yeah. like not like animals. Ew. Right. Well, I mean, so I have a very strong sense of smell, so I'm very like conscious to that stuff. No. But I feel like if I just smell something terrible to like make me feel better, I would totally do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I like, think we're like all lotions, thinking though, yeah. like BO, like we're all thinking like the sweat smells like BO. Yeah, but if it only smells for like a minute while you're doing some meditating, then, you know. Nah. All right. Well, keep I'm me in. alone. I'm in. All right, Lindsay, what's next? All right. So Motown singer Martha Reeves is asking fans to help her secure the star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame that was supposed to be hers two years ago. The Dancing in the Street singer was selected by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce back in 2021 after she was nominated by a former manager. But... The Walk of Fame plaque itself costs about $55,000 and she didn't have the money and she's not currently signed by a record label and that's normally like who covers the cost for these things. So now her new manager has launched a public campaign to raise funding before the June deadline, which is when her nomination would expire. When is it? How do you do this? Um, I, I guess you could just look up Martha Reeves GoFundMe. Oh, that's she has where, a GoFundMe? Yeah, I think so. I, I can find the exact... Um, the exact link for it and post it but are you gonna donate 55k cappy i don't know is it is this martha from martha and the vandellas yes 
Her. Well, should yes, should celebrities be responsible to foot the bill for their own Hollywood Walk of Fame stars? Swipe I mean, left or swipe right? Better you go first. <laughs> swipe right, because we know plenty of people that have done it for themselves that work in the sports broadcast business that have a star on the Walk of Fame, and they found somebody to, hey, let's do this, and hey, I want to do it. Mason is trying to fundraise for his own, too. Like, if Mason can somebody get somebody to fund it, he's he's openly talked about how he wants a star on the Walk of Fame in the broadcast division. Yeah, so yeah, pay your own way. I do feel like, though, if you're going to, if somebody wants to award you with a star, then it should be like, yeah, we're not asking you to pay for it. We're actually honoring you. Yeah, but you got to pay for it. Right. That's kind of what I think. Okay, so if you, it's on the link to the uh, fundraiser is on our website, MarthaReeves.net, which Mm -hmm. is R E E V E S. But yeah, to your point, it's like, and this is a, a serious question. If you win like an Oscar or whatever, like did those trophies are probably super expensive, right? Like, do you actually have to pay for them? Yeah, you have to it, pay for the trophy? If you even win a sports Emmy, yep, you got to pay for do. that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess I wouldn't know because I've never won one. Me neither. Yeah, that's why when people are like, oh, two-time Emmy Award winner, I'm like, yeah, but in market 85, you know, well, and you have to cool pay for the trophy. Regardless. But you, yeah, okay, but there's only two people in the category. Like, come on. Yeah, like I have a friend who's won a few of them, and they told the, I mean the. I won't say what he works with, but they paid for like the talent and some of the higher producers. And for him, he had to pay it. But he's like, I was part of it. They won't cover my fee, but I want it. So he paid for it. Yeah, but that's so different than like if you win a Super Bowl ring. You pay for the ring. And yeah. you, no, you don't pay for the ring, but you want a new. You want one for your wife, or you want, yeah. you want one for your dad. You pay for that. Well, employees yeah. have to employees pay for their own. Employees pay for their own. But yeah. the, the team members don't. Exactly. Yeah. Look, the players should get it for free. Yeah. Right. If you're the front office sales guy. You, know? you got to pay for it. What up, Mark right. like, You got to like, pay for like, it. Like a John Ireland probably like had to pay for his, No, right? I think the broadcasters get them. I think them. they get them. We the, should ask him. No, but the, if you're getting a star, if somebody's honoring you with a star. You pay for it. You should Well, then then you're really just buying your way on. No, yes. I know. That's, yeah, what, that's I'm what I'm saying. That's, that's why what we're saying. Like, it seems weird. Like I was, I was, like for example, when I was in college, we went, we were nominated for um, a golden mic, right? The school was going to cover it we didn't win. We lost to ABC, ABC, but like we wouldn't have paid for it. The school was going to cover it, but that's because we were students. If we would have went in as ABC, they told like some people are like, yeah, we have to dish out the money. Mm. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, I I remember even when I worked at NFL network and they were, um, they, there's certain awards that when you submit to enter to them, like the, what, what are the podcast awards called? Like the Webbies or something? I don't know. I think it's the Webbies, and you had to pay to just to enter, like to just to submit yourself to be nominated to like get the votes. You had to pay for it. Every time I've ever seen something that says, "Hey, nominate yourself" or "Send us your best thing" or whatever, I'm like, that seems like too much work to me. Yeah, I've never been to an award show. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, if I'm not I gonna get nominated anyways, but still, if I should be lucky enough one day, oh, you want it, and I do want, want it. it. Oh, I would love to have. Oh, I'm not boring, Laura. Yeah, I don't want to go to an award I show. I didn't say you. I said they are. Oh, who's boring? Who's boring? Don't be. Did you see that on air? award show? No. Oh, okay. It was like, what are you calling at me? Don't come at me today, man. No. I only got yeah. one and a half eyes. Yeah. Oh, is that why you're wearing yeah. glasses? Yeah, that's right. He only got one and a half. Yeah, take a look at him. Look oh, at that. Oh, gross. Perrilla? See. Yo no perreo solo. See, he got the real <laughs> in his eye. Una perrilla. That's what it's called. 
We're not fighting. Yeah, Cappy. Yeah, it sounds bad. You, you want an award, Cappy? You so want? No, a star. I, of course. Uh, who wouldn't want a star? Are, are you like in the San Diego Hall of Fame? Who wouldn't want a star? Me? I don't want one of those. Well, I'm saying I would. Cappy, would you pay for it if you were nominated for uh, a star? No, would I wouldn't. Of course not. No, I he, would. He'd get a conglomerate together. Yes, I put a group of people together <laughs> and go, Yo, guys, it's really important that I get on this this walk what of fame. Had a, what if you had a ton of money? Would you pay for it then? Yes. No. Yes. No, you wouldn't. Then I would. If you were rich like Mason, would you do it? No, that's not rich enough. Okay. No. Oh, you're richer? No, you got to be richer. Is there a San Diego Walk of Fame? Yes. For sports? Yeah. Ted Leitner's in it? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just made that up. Maybe <laughs> there is. Maybe. I, that's just wonderful. I love that guy. Man. That's Coach marvelous. Awesome. All right. Here we go, Lindsay. Keep going. All right. Last one here. Popular DJ and music producer Diplo ran that's the furthest. That's my boy. Yeah. yeah. I was going to ask you, isn't this the guy that you met, Kathy? My boy. my guy. You know my boy. I know Diplo. Yeah, you guys were friends, right? You did an interview BFFs. We were kind of BFFs for a little while, and then we we just didn't maintain our relationship. Oh, well, that stinks, because this is a great story, and you should be really proud of your BFF for this. So he ran the furthest he's ever ran before, and it was last weekend in the LA Marathon. Yeah. And he even finished the race at a very impressive time of just under four hours. Pretty good. 358. Yep. What makes this feat improbable is that Diplo claims that he did the race while under the influence of LSD. Oh, wow. Yeah, he made the admission on social media last week, and he also bragged about crushing Oprah Winfrey's old marathon time. Oh, that's somebody to really compare yourself to. Well, she had a well good time. he was he well, was just proud. Saying, yeah, he's like this four... young guy. He's like this young fit dude. Hey, I mean, dude, you know how many eighty-year-olds beat me in the oh, marathon? Bro, I do know. You don't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. That I understand. And eight-year-olds, but still, her, I mean, he's comparing himself to Oprah. Her marathon was run. Um, I, I think it was something like ten years ago or whatever, and yeah. she ran a four-hour and twenty-nine-minute marathon. Very impressive. His was three hours fifty-five minutes. While on LSD. So instead of having you guys swipe, what's the furthest you've ever run? Marathons. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys have both run marathons? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. Across the street. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I've done three. Have you done three? Yeah, I did three LAs. Uh, but Diplo for this one, Lindsay, my friend Dan Cruz, San Diego State I know Dan Cruz. Dan I know Dan Cruz well. News, does a good job. Yep. He was a part of the PR machine that was helping push Diplo out there. And he told me, hey, Diplo's going to run the marathon. Uh, he's going to try to break four hours. But yeah. the LSD that he took, he wasn't like... Blasted. He was taking micro. He was microdosing. Oh, well, still. So that's he, still cool. I mean, yeah, yeah it's probably a performance enhancing. So I it guess, was if only you take a small amount. Yeah, it was five drops that he mixed with water and he spread it out uh, throughout the race. So, like, you know, when we're running, we get those gels. Yeah. The goo, or yeah. you'll put the salt, whatever. It's right. Like, it's kind. Of, that was his version. Dude, of I can't it. believe Dan Cruz sends me a message and he says this to me: "Hey, Justin Turner's wife." is running the LA Marathon yeah. for the second straight year yeah. to raise money for the Justin Turner Foundation. Yeah. I actually thought it was kind of a cool story. Lindsay and, and, and Sedano thought it was a terrible story, so we didn't put her on the air. Wait, no, no, time out. First of all, it happened um, two weeks ago when we only had two shows that week, and one of them was at Yamava, and it was on a Thursday, and we didn't have a show the next day, so it didn't really make sense. That's why we didn't do it. Yeah, well, that's... That, anyway. that sounds more like it. Nah, I don't know. Anyway, bottom line is, um, Dan never said to me, hey, you want to put Diplo on? Diplo's going to run the LA Marathon while doing LSD. Had he sold me that story, we would have put that on the air in a heartbeat. So, Diplo, lie, tell would. me about the LSD. We totally you would have. You're right. No doubt about it. All right, okay. there you go. There's Radio Tinder for you. Perfect. Radio Tinder being brought to us by Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right for Tequila Mandala, and we appreciate them and that entire crew at Tequila Mandala. And I'll just tell you this right now. You can buy Tequila Mandala wherever you find Find wherever you find. find, That sounds so stupid. Why would I say find and find one word right after the other? That's horrible. Uh, Available wherever (laughs) fine tequilas are sold or visit tequilamandala.com. It's not that hard. It's not. Find, find tequila. Yeah. Uh, Up your game and demand the extraordinary with tequila mandala. Coming up. Woo! 
Charles Barkley was on 60 Minutes. And you know what he says about these players today? He says they're soft. And you know what? Oh, shocker. Oh, and you know what? He right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Me and Charles Barkley aligned. We'll get to that story. Coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hacienda Heights own. I think she went to Los Altos. Fergie. I love this song. I remember for Lakers, they used to always play I Got a Feeling before every game, and it became okay. We've heard this song. But yeah, she's still married to. Who's she married to? I don't know. But you like her, huh? I do. I be up in the gym just working on my fitness. She my witness. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh. She used to be married to Josh Dumel. Oh, really? They're no longer married. Huh. Here it comes. Up in the gym just working on my fitness. He my witness. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I yeah. really wish they had social I today. put my boys wow. on rock, rock. Why are we not on YouTube right now? This is awesome. Right? Uh, uh, uh. This for real, Cappy? It's a great song. No, your moves. Good, huh? They're like, they're like, wow, they are really impressive. See that? Like you had the arm pointed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you had the little twist. You had it all going on. In the gym, just working on my fitness. He my witness. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I put them boys on rock, rock. Yeah. (laughs) I'm very disappointed that social is not on. I know. What's the deal with, with YouTube today? Aren't those guys back there? I mean, I fetched, I fetched forever about YouTube. Now and there's no I, YouTube. And I embrace YouTube. Yeah. Let's go. I know. I'm <laughs> like George. No hater. No, I even wore clothes that I can sponsor with. Right. You know? No. But no, forget it. I Well, they better not do it tomorrow because I'm not dressing up. All right. Gotcha. It's lit tomorrow. Of course you got to yeah, dress Yeah, tomorrow up. is lit. Uh, Chris is in no. here. Hey, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Fergie, just thinking about you, girl. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> what? She went to Wilson High School. Oh, Wilson. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. You're thinking about her, huh? I love I love Fergie. All right, so Fergie, she's Fergalicious. So Fergie and Jennifer Aniston walk into a room. Mm-hmm. You Jen. going to the left? You going to the right? Going right down the middle. I'm going right down the middle, and I'm going to put both on oh! on either arm. You know what I'm saying? What a like flex! It ain't, it ain't it ain't one or the other. It's both. What a flex! Both. What a flex! That's strong though. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just you know the the fantasy world that I live in. That's all. Well, I mean, of course. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you do you, boo. Yeah. <laughs> A um, so a Charles Barkley was on sixty minutes last night. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I sat down to watch sixty minutes, and you know they usually cut it up the next day. So if you had interest in something, you could go down and watch it in like fifteen minutes rather than sixty minutes. I don't know why, but Barkley being on sixty minutes today, Beto had me thinking. I feel like I want to know what he had to say. Okay, you know. All right, Chuck is always interesting with what he says. Yeah, it's usually get off my lawn stuff. Um, he's good. He's an entertainer. He knows how to sell it, and he doesn't hold back. That's for sure. Like, yeah, he's been very adamant about how he told Michael Jordan what he didn't want to hear, and that's why he's not friends with Jordan. Right? Could have easily stuck around and you know been carrying around the water for Jordan, but no. He actually said in this interview that he did on sixty Minutes that, um, hey, look, I have to be honest. I have to be fair. Yeah. You know, and just because somebody's my best friend doesn't mean that they're above criticism. He goes, and then you know, you just cut me off. You don't have to be a jerk about the whole thing. And he basically called Michael Jordan a jerk on 60 Minutes. I mean, okay. a lot of people have. Yeah. But I will say that there were a couple of sound bites that I thought were interesting. The, the one in particular 
was what about, was he on for? What was the main reason? I think the reason was because Barkley is on CBS right now during the NCAA basketball ah, tournament. Synergy. Okay. So they've got like okay. instead of having to follow him around for the last year, they could get him for like the last couple of weeks. Okay. Although they did go to his hometown, which they said, you know, they followed him to Atlanta where TNT is. They went to his hometown in Alabama, which is they said two hours uh, away from there. And he, he talked about his high school and um, how when he was in high school, kids would tease him. You know, and his father had left the family when he was one year old. Mm. And um, the father, who was never around, would say to the mother and his grandmother who raised him, oh, I'm sending money. It'll be there in the next couple of days. And Charles, as a little kid, would literally stand at the mailbox waiting for a check to arrive from his father that never, ever, ever showed up. So he's telling this story about how he was such an angry guy um, about two things in life. He was angry because his father Always promised money that never showed up. Well, yeah. And secondly, his senior year of high school, just as he's about to graduate, he failed Spanish. And I think the, the teacher's name was Miss Garcia. And he he was so angry, she failed him, and he didn't get to graduate with his high school class. And he takes the 60 Minutes guy up to the stadium, the football stadium, where he didn't get to graduate. And he said, I stood right here. I watched every kid in my class graduate. And for two hours, I cried my eyes out that I didn't get to graduate with my high school class. And these Damn, two that's things, trauma. I know these two things, it's the word he used. These two events, the teacher and the father not ever sending money, drove his anger as a player. He tells a story, he's playing an NBA game, and he gets into it with a fan, and he goes to spit on the fan, but he misses the fan, and he hits this little girl with a big old loogie, you know, like monster, <laughs> like, and hits this girl right in the face. And he, he said, he goes, that's it, like, my career's over. And he's sitting at his hotel thinking, I'm done. I'm over. And then he realized, I'm playing basketball yeah. with all this anger that I've built up in my life. I'm not playing because I'm great at it and I love the game. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, I want to watch it. I'm going to go check it out tomorrow. So Barkley, though, on Kevin Durant. Is there ever a time where you don't hear uh, him talk about Jordan or Durant? They go back and forth with it. Yeah. And Durant doesn't back down. Here's, here's what Charles Barkley said on 60 Minutes about Kevin Durant. He's very sensitive, great player. He's part of that generation who think he can't be criticized. He's never looked in the mirror and says, man, was that a fair criticism? We're in agreement. Today's players are a little more sensitive to criticism than your That generation. would be an understatement. I don't know who the guy is that's doing the interview with Barkley. I don't know. I never saw him before. I don't know his name. But he says, we're in agreement that the players of today are too sensitive. Are they, Beto? Um, I wouldn't say they're too sensitive. Um... But they're not going to back down from you. In the past, it was always, well, if you say something about me, okay, you know what? Let them go, let them go, let them go. Now with social media and now with the ability to have your own platform, because back then, if somebody would say something about you, you had to tell a member of the media who had to go write it, type it out, and you had to find the paper the next day. Now it's instant of everything that you can do. So when you're looking at a player, is he too sensitive? It's more, I think, that these guys aren't just going to take any gruff from somebody who's sitting far away who doesn't know anything about me. Okay. let you me. Know, like, you've never met me. You've never dealt with me. You've never been around me. And you're just going to critique me. Now, if you want to crit- criticize my basketball, what I'm doing on the court, but that's not what happens most of the time. It's mostly how they are with their teammates that we speculate about. Right? It, we're, we speculate all the time. Look, you're an outsider, right? Sedano's an insider. 
I'm a somewhere in the middle Marshall's reader guy, right? We don't know exactly what's going on with these guys because they guys tell us exactly what they want to tell us. And KD is very savvy with the social media. He has a lot of tech firms that he's invested in. He knows what he's doing. And he knows exactly when to send the tweet, when to engage with people. You know, he's, he's the one who said he had the burner accounts, right? He knows what's going on. So when you're a guy like Charles Barkley who's always making a comment about KD – are you just going to allow him to go off on you every single time, or are you going to fight back? I'm just I'm with Charles. Are the players of today's too too sensitive? Barkley thinks so. I agree. Barkley Listen, was sensitive too when he was a player. I'm not saying that he wasn't. Then why is he spitting on people? Well, well, he he was spitting on that little girl. Okay, but okay, yeah. that's not being sensitive. Somebody must have said something yeah. to him to get him going. Well, right? but yeah, but here's the thing. Back then, I don't remember Charles Barkley going, him, right there, him, get him out of here, take him out of here. Did you see Kyrie last night, by, by the way? Good. If you're a, a, a jackass in the front row popping off on somebody, just because you pay $5,000, you're entitled to say whatever the hell you want. That's what did personal. he say? If, if that person is just saying, boo, you suck, it's not that. You're not kicking him off for that. Because you've been... People have been booing you your entire life if you're good, right? They don't boo nobody's like Reggie Jackson said. But if you're crossing the line and you're getting personal, yeah. and then that and you're right then and there, why should you what, have to what, take what that? Did, what did the guy say to Kyrie Irving that got him kicked out of the game? Obviously something. But no, no, it, it's 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 I, something that cross. If you're right, if something that crosses the line, yeah, you're gonna go and say something. Let me tell you something. I go to if back guy to Chris Rock. Says, if that guy goes, hey, Kyrie, you suck. Yeah, you're gonna let it go. I go back to Chris Rock. Selective outrage. Selective outrage on the year anniversary where Will Smith smacked Chris Rock and a year later Chris Rock said selective outrage. Kyrie Irving, based on everything that we know of this guy, which is limited to your point, but what we do know, going over to a fan, hey, hey, you, apologize now, you. Do we have that, Laura? He's he's like shouting at this guy. Hey, you, you apologize to me. How dare you? Apologize. Apologize. Good. You apologize to me. Good. And then after the game, here's what Kyrie said explaining about the fan being kicked out. Go ahead, Laura. Play it. He just called me on my name. So I just had to make sure I looked him out of the eye, see if he would say it to my face. You know, a lot of fans say things when you turn your head or say it in the crowd because they can get away with it. But majority of the time, if I could look a fan in the face and see if they really want to say that to me. And, you know, so he, he yelled it and I handled it. So Good. He yelled what? He's not going to tell you what. Why not? It's probably not safe to say on the air. How do we know? Why would he said it? He said it on my name, right? He so said why it does it matter? Name? Like what he said? If he said something that was like so blatantly offensive yeah. to him, or if it was something apologize, he, Cap. You're having another man apologize to you. You're really going to go on this hill right now, dude? Here's what I'm saying. I'm on the Barkley Hill. I'm on the Barkley Hill. If these guys are too sensitive, okay, Cap. Could they be sensitive about? Hey, they cri- they get criticized too much as an athlete for what their play. Yeah, I would say that they're sensitive about. You can't say this or the way I'm playing because. In the AAU world, the Little League world, the travel ball world that we've all been involved, these kids have been amazing since they're five years old, right? If they don't like it, their daddy just finds them a new team to go play on until they make sure that they're best on that. No, son, it wasn't your fault that you went 0 for 4. The umpire, it was his fault, right? It's his fault that you swung at a pitch in the dirt or whatever it is, right? So it's always, you have uh, kids that have been cradled their entire life, and then when they get to the big level, they don't know how to react, and they transfer. And especially, hey, find somewhere easier for you, right? That's not how you and I raise our kids. It's like, no, you suck. You better suck. So wait, you but what's your point but about my, Kyrie? My, my, point, my point about Kyrie is, for the basketball criticism, but when you're on the court and somebody says something to you that you want that person to apologize to you, that it goes offensive, that maybe you're attacking you, that's saying something, right? Come on. Or, or, or he's just too sensitive. No, he's not sensitive. How do we know? We don't know what he said. Because he... 
for you to be on a court with the PA system going, with the music going on, and you're able to hear that? Right. You hear a lot of stuff. Kyrie, you're this. Kyrie, you're that. Kyrie. Yeah. But whatever that person said stood out above everything else. Yeah, but maybe, but maybe okay, if we here, knew, Laura, if we knew, if Laura, we knew exactly. Dump, get ready to dump me right if now. If we Laura. knew exactly Laura, what Laura, he said, dump me right maybe now. we wouldn't think it was so bad. Hey, hey. Oh, my God. Really? I dumped it. Oh, my God. I told you to dump it, right? Here. I know, but why? But here's your reaction. That's your reaction right, right. there. Right. I wouldn't be like, get out. Hey, no, see him right there? Get him out. You wouldn't? He called me that name. Your reaction right now was, oh, my God. Well, because why would you take the risk of doing that? What because if it, I told Laura I know, but what if it didn't work? It was going to work because Laura had prepared. I know, but mm-hmm. what if for some reason but it exactly. didn't work? But why is somebody even doing that? Because they're jerks. But so exactly. what? You you're not allowed to be a jerk in this but, uh, world? But how many times is that guy going to say it over and over and over and get after you? How about the people that you say it over and over and over again that don't get kicked out? Because players don't react to it. So he's too sensitive. No, he's not sensitive. Selective you outrage. as a man can only take so much. Oh, please. Oh, come on. Come on. Really? Come on. Just because you buy a, t- a ticket to You have no right game, to say that. Yeah, say what? Mean that you can you can sit there and like what do you say? Somebody. It, what does it matter what he it said? It matters. You're getting cussed at. It, it matters. You're getting cussed at I mean, as a man. You can only take so much. On. Remember when LeBron kicked somebody out? And Karen in the front row? Yeah. And no, it, he said something about his son. That's what. Yeah. I never really got like all the reporting on okay, that. Okay, but Enough. allegedly, but whatever. The point but is that he said, go ahead, Laura. They said something about his son, right? And like, I personally think that some players are a little sensitive when it comes to them criticizing their play. Mm-hmm. We saw it with. Uh, with Russ, right? He was like upset. But I am with Beto that there's things that if you cross a line, whatever that line, because that yeah, line. Tell me to what you, it is. I don't know, Cap, because I don't know him personally. Cappy, those seats are in the thousands. And there's somebody coming in and saying, yep, because most of the time people are saying that stuff and they're recording it, trying to go viral. Yeah, I got Russ to say this, or I got LeBron to do this. They're trying to get viral like that. I'm just saying this. I'm with Barkley. I think a lot of these players today, whether it's Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving, to go over to a guy and go, you apologize to me. Him, kick him out of here right now. If that guy it's was too saying, easy right now for players to be kicking fans out. And fans are too entitled to be acting mm-hmm. like that, too. You, If you tell a player, hey, you sucked, they're going to deal with that. But if you well, tell, but, if you cross the line and you get personal, nah, man. Right, and they have the right Just to keep you said. literally anything. Like, you, when you buy a ticket, it says on the back of the ticket, they can eject you, they can remove you for any reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I just, listen. Kyrie Irving, given his whole history, and by the way, this is one other reason why I would never want the Lakers to get Kyrie Irving. Just consider that before Kyrie Irving joined the Dallas Mavericks, he was thirty; they were thirty-four and thirty-two. Since then, in twenty games, they're seven and thirteen, and they've dropped to thirty-six and thirty-nine. That's the Kyrie effect. You don't want him on the Lakers. Well, now we're on that. Yeah, now I'm just bringing it home. Now, now yeah, I'm just that? bringing that whole thing. I hey, dumped this, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was close. Too close to the other dog. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right. Stick around, everybody. What we all need to know will lead us off at the top of the hour. And what is going on now with Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? We'll get to that story coming up. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.